Hello, and welcome to an Indie Author's Life podcast. I'm your host, Leah Howard, and today's topics include book bundling and pricing. So book bundling, when we think of book bundling now, we think of ebooks, but it actually did start out as a a concept in the printed book world. Um, I remember seeing it more in young adult and children's books than anything. It was like individual printed books with their own covers, but there was this larger like cardboard carrying case like gift set and they would be put together and you and like I said as a gift set you would see them quite often at holidays and birthdays and I think that it was kind of limited in scope of who who would buy it so that's why I think I saw it more in the children's book or young adult book world than anything I'm thinking like Harry Potter Chronicles of Narnia the dark is rising those kind of uh, of gift sets and the reason being is because a lot of times it was adults wanting to pass on some of their favorite stories that they read growing up and they wanted to you know make their the kids excited to read these books Harry Potter I think was probably one of the last of the big book bundles in the printed book world maybe Twilight but I, I truly do think it was um, Harry Potter was the last of the book bundles that I saw that were big sellers now, ebook bundling is more along the lines of the collected works in the printed book world. So, in the printed book world, when you had collected works, it was one book, one cover, but within the pages you would have different stories. And so, with it being ebooks, then that's what it is. It's one file with just the different the books within that one mega file. And because of how easy it is to do an ebook bundle, it has exploded in all the different genres that have series. Because nowadays, series are what you publish. It's, it's very difficult to do a one-off book. You can do it if you're a name author, like for instance Stephen King or someone like that. Or if you're not a name author, there's one genre that I see a lot of individual books and that's the the thriller genre. There are some series, but there's a lot of individual as well. So name author or a particular type of genre that kind of lends itself to just a one-off book. You can have like an individual book, but most everyone else, it's at least a trilogy, if not like a full-on, you know, never-ending series or something. So I'm thinking of things like in the romance, I guess, world, Even historicals even do this because there are some historicals that are series-based. But uh, for for sure the contemporaries, I'm thinking um, like Nora Roberts or or someone like that that kind of bundles their their series together. In the mystery genre, you have things like um, Kinsey Milhone or Suki Stackhouse or Stephanie Plum where uh, Raymond Chandler, a lot of his books are bundled together. So again, it's series. One detective, a lot of of stories, and so you bundle them together. And of course you have your sci-fi fantasy. You know, I I don't know much about science fiction, but I know that it has a lot of series together, so they bundle them together. But also um, fantasy. You have your high fantasy and your urban fantasy type books, and again, bundled together. So, 
how it is for ease of bundling in the ebook world. So you already have the files and they've already been formatted for ebooks. And so you just merge the files together into one ebook file. And there's a, probably about less than 15 minutes for you to go back through and make sure that the links to the table of contents work properly, that um, the formatting is exactly uh, what you want. Sometimes there's some spacing issues that you have to work out. Maybe you need to go back through and change the font or something like that. But these are very minor updates to the file, so it, it does not take at all a long period of time to format your existing works for an ebook bundling. And regarding the cover, most of the time you basically just have like a generic background and then you just put the images of the books on the generic background, just make them a smaller size. And that's super easy to do. You can do that in five minutes. Um, sometimes what you'll do is if you have a particularly well-known cover or particularly popular cover, you might make that your core ebook bundle cover and then just have like a small inset of the other covers representing that there's more than just the one book. So either way, I've seen it both ways, but just as long as you're marketing it as a bundle and that there's more than one book involved, you know, whatever way you want to do. And again, it, it just takes very little time to do so. And with ebook bundles, it's a good idea to have your series in bundles just for ease of promotion. It's a lot easier to get new readers involved in your books, especially if you're publishing your fourth, your sixth, your ninth book. If you have your backlog bundled together, when you're trying to promote your new book and you want to bring in readers, and it's a lot easier to have a link to one bundle than it is to have three separate links to three separate books. It's also easier to convince someone to read your backlog if it's bundled than it is to say hunt down the individual books and purchase them that way. And again, just ease of making it. So why wouldn't you have a bundle if it's easy to make, it's easier to promote, and hopefully it's able to engage new readership. So kind of bridging between talking about book bundling and pricing. For book bundle pricing, what you want to do is you want to add up the cost of your individual books and then take a little bit off. So a little bit could be something as little as 50 cents or you can take off, you know, 75 or a dollar, whatever you feel comfortable with taking off. Um, but you do want to price your bundle slightly below what it would cost to buy the books individually. Now for pricing of individual books, of course, you're going to want to separate out your print from your ebooks. So, print books are always going to cost more just because the cost of printing the books is way higher than ebooks. Print books, you have to account for the cost to have the cover, the individual cost of the pages, the cost of the ink. So, it is just, it costs more money. But I do recommend that authors have print available for a couple of reasons. Some readers would prefer to read a printed book and they are willing to pay the higher price, so you should make that available to them. Also, 
as an author, if you're doing promotions as in book signings at libraries or bookstores or if you are at a writer's conference and you're in the exhibitor or vending area, then what you're wanting to have is printed books with you. Um, you can't really sign an ebook. So uh, I do recommend that all, all authors have at least a print-on-demand option for their books. And when you're pricing your print books, I think you should do maybe a dollar, two dollars, three dollars um, more than the cost of the book to print. I wouldn't go much more than five dollars um, for pricing. I think at that point it, it becomes a price grab as opposed to a convenience thing and you've actually just priced it out of the readership's willingness to pay for it unless you have a following that can back you up but um, if you're starting out uh, I do recommend that you price it um, between one and five dollars over the cost of the book to print for ebooks I think you need to factor in the time that it took you to write the book and the number of words it is. So the time it took you to write the book is your investment in the book. And then the number of words is the reader's investment in the book. And so you have to kind of look at both perspectives to figure out the pricing for your book. You also might want to have like a special pricing for when it first comes out. So for me, I do use the Amazon Kindle exclusive 90-day pricing uh, window. So I individually price my book, you know, fairly low when it first comes out, and then I use um, their free book promotion. And then after the 90-day window has ended, I do increase the cost of the, the Kindle version um, to what I think it is worth between the number of words and the time it took. So I price it a little bit low at the beginning, just within the 90 day window, and then when it goes to expanded uh, expanded options, I do price it a little bit higher. I'm not saying dollars more, I'm just saying, you know, within a reasonable amount higher. And then I make it available on other platforms for a lower cost. Again, not forever, just for a little bit, and then I, I kind of make sure all the platforms, within six months to a year, all the platforms are the same price no matter where you go. But when it's initially on that platform, I do give a little bit of a discount. And if you look at your sales, I think that kind of reflects it. When your book is first comes out, you have a lot of sales, and then after a couple of months, your sales decline and so you're not eating the cost that much. And then when it goes to another platform, the other platform has an increase in sales, and then within a couple of months, it's kind of died down to a pretty steady, you know, there's no high spikes or splurges. And then you'll see a spike when one of your new books comes out, people are checking you out and they start buying some of your old books. So again, I you would wait until at least you have three books before you do a bundle and you should time your bundle to close to the next time that you're going to publish something to make it easier to promote. So make your your bundle available first um, but make it available close to like a month or so away from your next book coming out and so it's easier to cross promote that way. 
So this has been a really long podcast. Yes, it's still less than 15 minutes, but it's a little longer than my usual 10 minutes. So thank you for sticking with me, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.